Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and with me, as always, is a man whose one goal in life is to vanquish the dark psychic force, Zach Mabry. Zach, how are you, my friend? I'm, I've harnessed the power of love for podcast purposes. That's all you really can ask for. What a legend. What a legend indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry, Z-A-C Mabry. Email us, podcast at romancircusblog.com. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash romancircuspod. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review us if you get a second. Also find us uh, anywhere podcasts are. Zach, how are you this week? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Just you know, good. Nothing. Nothing wild. Anything. Anything to report? What's going on in the news life of Zach Mabry? What's going on in the news nationally? The news. The news. Oh man. So many things. First of mm-hmm. all, they did surgery on a grape. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. I, I think it may have been a while back, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the most important thing in the news is a, they did surgery on a grape a while back. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice, the, uh, nice, nice, nice. The yeah, nice. Um, the presidential debates are happening, mm-hmm. so perhaps we'll do a a Patreon episode and debrief. Yeah, we'll leave it. We'll leave it to the Patreon because you know you gotta if you want to hear our thoughts on politics, and you really got to be committed and have. We'll have to. You have to go searching for it. Right, you got to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that happened we're on the second night what else what's going on in the non-political sphere non-political sphere um Mm -hmm. mario lopez is canceled yeah he's canceled he's he's gone yeah he said it just may not be just the complete best idea for a three-year-old to uh do therapy uh related to gender well yeah he said like yeah he said if your if your child is showing signs if your three-year-old is showing signs you may wait you may you may want to wait until he gets a little older to declare him transgendered and that was a thing he was not allowed to say right i mean how could somebody say something so violent Mm -hmm. very violent so he's done he already apologized yeah well that's good that's good maybe he's he's probably still canceled though let's be honest reactionary mario lopez i uh so i have a friend who is in integrated marketing like he sets sets famous people tries to set products up with famous people to get them to pitch their to pitch their stuff right and he told me that they talked to mario lopez's agent agent once and he said yeah uh, mario will do anything if you just come at him and you just offer him money, he'll do anything. And I said, does he like, does he charge a lot? And my friend said, nope, nothing crazy. He just wants money. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, um, I mean, do it. Might as well. Like what, when you think about it, like what, why not? Why not? 
Yeah, Mario and I have that in common. If anyone wants me to like push <laughs> laundry detergent or mm-hmm. whatever you want, you know, hit me up, pay me. Mm-hmm. I'll tell everyone it's the best thing ever. Pay me. You okay. know what else is the best thing ever, Matt? ZipRecruiter. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> just kidding. Been a few weeks since we've done that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. What else? What else do we got? We got they did surgery on a grape. Mario Lopez is canceled. So something else that's really been on my mind. Um, another podcast I was listening to ran an ad for a in a, a, a bidet that you can install mm. yourself. Okay. And apparently these are making like a comeback. And in America. Yeah. Literally okay. into the thing with like wash don't wipe. Mm-hmm. Was the right. <laughs> slogan. Nice. I I'm just appalled that this is a thing. Why is that? It's just gross. I mean, and, and like, what, what what was so wrong with the the current model that we have? Mm-hmm. I don't of know. Charmin of Charmin Ultra. Yeah, those bears. They, someone's going to put those Charmin bears out of business. That's going to be very upsetting. Right. Okay, so that's making a comeback. Where where did you see this? Is big in Europe? So is this the Europe? Right. Europe I've never seen one in these United States. Europeification of the Americas, Zach. Oh yeah! First they sent soccer, mm-hmm. and now they're sending these poop jets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. It's anyway. It's all, so if any part of the communist plan to advertise, um, that's actually something we'll probably not do. Well, you know, they can make the offer, and we'll see what happens, right? True. True. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Is that uh is that it? I uh I'm looking I'm looking through the uh looking through all the news and uh it seems like you know nothing really nothing really is going on. It's the news is not happening anymore. Yeah, it's like everyone else agreed to do nothing so we could just have like a two year long presidential election. Mm, so very, if very you're not nice. paying attention to that, um, there's literally nothing. I did you see all these videos of the police officers in New York getting doused with water? No, there's like a thing where they're just catching all the, these people are dumping water on cops out in New York, and and uh, I guess they're they're trying to pass a bill that would make disrespecting police a felony, Zach. But you know, De Blasio, De Blasio, we, we wouldn't talk. We're not going to talk politics. But De Blasio's having his problems out there. I think. Yeah. Well. De Blasio. Yeah. Well, you know, Marianne and Andrew Yang are beating him in the polls. So whatever. Well, Marianne. Mm-hmm. So perfect. So <laughs> that's your girl. Um. Okay. So let's see. Um. You know, uh, it was NFP Awareness Week. Mm-hmm. I, I think I want to That's talk about we'll that less that. less than I want to talk about politics, Zach. True. Yeah, never mind. I take it back. All right, so this week, we've had a few... We've had a run of uh, podcasts where we have talked about uh, the trads are not coming, so don't worry about the internet. Uh, 
what did we do before that? Oh, we had Destiny. the uh, Destiny. Uh, so that wasn't really that wasn't really online specific. But last week we we did a whole thing. So this week we wanted to talk about the idea of giving yourself a break and kind of logging off the internet, right? Yes. Is that is that your thing? So why don't you give us logging what, off with a capital L and a capital O? Okay, so why don't you start off? This is this is kind of your thing. This is a thing you've explored more than I have. So why don't you walk us through why you wanted to talk about this today? Well, so, you know, a whole big part of our lives is uh, integrated into the wide, wide world of web. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you wake up and check your phone, and there's Twitter, and you get your notifications, and Instagram, and Snapchat, and, you know, mm-hmm. all the... All the little doohickeys and ding dongs, um, and that's you know your day. But then beyond that, it's like you're streaming things, your Netflix, and mm-hmm. um, you know just all that stuff. Like there's a lot of screen time, a, a lot of just being connected, kind of constantly feeding your brain um, new stuff. Okay, you know, right. and you get really hooked on that. And I mean, with, with music streaming now, it's like you can literally have any song you want playing any second and you know cue up any movie you want whatever you want you know right and so i think people spend a lot of time talking about things that you know you should always avoid 100 percent of the time like pornography that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but what kind of gets not talked about much is, is stuff that you can enjoy like going on twitter and you know watching netflix um but you know you should perhaps consider sitting it aside for you know a bit of time here and there sure sure and this can this can kind of work with our last episode of uh if you feel at some point that you're getting bogged down by the haters and bogged down by people who are telling you you're a bad catholic online um now you never it's i will say it might be a good time to log off not from the standpoint of you want those people to win but from the idea that those people actually don't mean anything so if it's causing you trouble you can just put it away put the phone away right and we've had there's been a thing the past week or so online um people have been getting upset about people blocking each other getting blocked or there's a whole kerfuffle on the the policies around how much you should let people into your online life and uh yeah it it can become quite stressful right and like for me i'm just very private online you know like i just i keep my thoughts to myself i just keep my life very Mm -hmm. you know walled off from online yeah you definitely don't have a meme or a gif of your face that gets blasted everywhere always yeah um, no, but that's yeah. The, no, it is the opposite. I tend to be pretty open online. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's so. just the it's just the idea of it. The if if someone if you do if you feel as though people think you're a bad Catholic online, whether or not you actually they do or you are, if it's if it's causing that much trouble, like it really is probably better just to shut it off completely. And even people will think it's kind of weird. Like when people just go dark on social media and they 
delete their account or they do something, people are like worry or they're like, what happened to so-and-so or this, you know, but it, it's not really, it doesn't actually, ma- you just do it. Right. Yeah. And I don't even think you need to wait until, I mean, yeah, definitely do it if something's bothering you, but I don't even think you have to need to wait until that. I mean, I, I think it's good to just take breaks. It's just part of your routine. Mm-hmm. So you, you're more into this, this stuff. So what, what have you done? Like, how do you put it into practice and why, why do you? Why? Yeah. Um, well, that's a good question. I think, you know, I, one thing is I try to be aware of how all of these services are designed. It's not like mm. some conspiracy theory that, you know, all of the apps and things that you use are designed for you to use them mm. more. And so, you know, they've worked out how, you know, to keep keep you checking Instagram, how to have you watch that next episode on Netflix. Like, you know, the their their business model is based on engagement. Sure, they need to put they need they need to get people through the doors as it were. Right. And so, you know, the the deck is somewhat stacked against you if you're wanting to just kind of casually use something um, because it's it's designed to keep you coming back for more. Um, so, you know, you don't necessarily recognize how much um, of your time and energy mm-hmm. and, and just everything is going into these services. But then also, you don't ever really get a lot of time alone with your thoughts because you're always being fed something new or, you know, something external, even if it's something you've already seen or read or something like you're constantly being externally stimulated. Um, you're never just, you know, there. Sure. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. The idea of being alone in a car driving without any music or just sitting in a room without having your phone next to you is wildly foreign. Yeah, like waiting in line at the, you know, grocery store and just having to stand there. Mm-hmm. Gross. Why would we? Right. I mean, I'm sure that just makes, you know, your skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with that in mind, I it's like I kind of like to know, okay, you know, all this stuff is theoretically optional, right? So what what is it like without these things? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'll do a pause. And like the last time I did it was March. Um, I basically, you know, deactivated Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I canceled my streaming services, Apple Music, um, that kind of stuff, and basically went, you know, low tech for a month. Mm-hmm. How to work out? It it was really nice. I mean, at first it was awful, but then after a few days, it was great. And so I did okay. it, you know, 30 days. And then mm. I was back online. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not the overnight. Inst- like, I brought the, Twitter the back. And then, you could. Right. No, I mean, I brought Twitter back. I waited another probably two weeks to be back on Instagram. Um, you know, I mean, I took it somewhat slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, at first it, it is kind of jarring. I mean, like... I realized the very first time I ever did it that my brain was like trained to think in tweet link thoughts. So like whenever anything came to mind, it was just like a reflex to form it, like phrase the thought into a tweet, like a Mm -hmm. little bite sized nugget. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And so it was weird once I had deactivated everything to have that happen and not be able to do anything with it. Like I couldn't put the thought or the funny joke or whatever anywhere because I didn't have a Twitter. Right. Um, you've deactivated before. I think it's been a while or you've been offline before. Uh, yeah, not so much. I, every now and then I, a few, few years ago I was offline for a few months and I'll do a few days here and there, but I, yeah, I don't actually, I don't actually get offline a ton. Like I'll, I'll kind of tamper it back as far as like I'll be on, but I won't actually tweet things or I won't engage as much as I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of be a looky loo. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, lurk around. Yeah. It can be tough. It's weird. It, it is weird. The sensation I found the times I did log off. I, if I, I wouldn't actually delete the app, but I would like move it into a few folders. So I would not react like, instinctively or re- like reactively click on the the icon that's the other thing like I'll like sometimes I just I just find myself not even wanting to go into Twitter but just like opening my phone and clicking on it just because I'm so used to it right oh yeah it's like when you check the refrigerator and you're not hungry you're just bored <laughs> yeah that's a great that's a great yeah yeah no that's a perfect that's a perfect way of putting it in it. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're basically you're introduced to a whole bunch of silence when you step away from all these things. For me it, it's always helpful to actually deactivate. Mm-hmm. Um but for some people they can just decide not to open the apps and like turn off their notifications or they can delete the apps. But I mean, you know, I work at a computer every day, so mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's easy to browse to Twitter or Facebook or whatever for a few seconds here or there. So for me, it was helpful to just fully deactivate. And it's like I'd be thinking, oh, well, what if, you know, somebody sent me a DM and, you know, I'm like a jerk if I don't read it and respond. I know. That's the other thing. That's like that's kind of how they get you is the idea that you don't want to you don't want to miss this or you don't want to not respond. Like I'll, I know sometimes if I don't respond to someone via text for a few hours I feel bad that I didn't respond right but they that's kind of how it this mindset of you always have to be engaging and if you don't if you aren't constantly keeping up with things then you you don't want to like you don't want to be mean exactly and so you know you kind of want to basically step away from that obviously the people who you interact with daily the people who you know you don't want to just go cold turkey. I mean, that kind of undermines a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, most of them you can probably text with or have some other kind of conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's important. Like, any anytime... It, like it's the idea of also fighting through the stress of being... of being online. Like, we, as we talked about last week, like, it can be stressful it can be stressful for people to be under the impression that they're a bad person because someone online, whether or not they're directing it at them or not, thinks they're bad, like thinks something is a bad thing. Right. So it Mm -hmm. really, like I said before, like you, the initial, the initial reaction is like fight back because you don't want these people to win. 
So, it, but it can get, it can constantly get stressful. Just, you know, just having to fight these, fight the, the E-War, Zach, fight the online battles. And you right. really, like my whole, the reason I, social media gets to me in other ways. Like the idea that I, that I am, that I can't go to my phone without clicking on it. Like all the classic signs of social media addiction. But one thing, Mm -hmm. the one thing I like got in my head early was that I treat social media like Mad Max Fury Road. Like it's a, like it's a battleground, right? Like it's, it's, but it's one that I don't have to engage in. Like I, from the standpoint of, I know if I'm going to tweet something that someone, whether or not it's justified, may not like it. Now, it, always, mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen, but I'm always prepped for the idea that someone might. And it stops me from tweeting things. Or it makes, like, I make sure that the words are in the correct order or more of a correct order, right? Or, like, right. the idea, like, some there people are just going to have opinions that are going to be stupid or drive you crazy, right? So, like, instead of like it doesn't matter like these everyone matters as a as a child of god but online no one really matters like we're all just there and there's we're all just mad max fury roading traveling through the grungy dirt to i don't even know where they're going like they go somewhere and then they go back i don't even remember what that movie is i just remember it being dirty but the point is like sandy there's sand everywhere yeah like it we have it's like a it's a place that we want to make our own but it's very communal right so like like you can tailor make it try and tailor make it to your specifications but it's not always going to be that way right like so you can you can block till your heart's content that's fine but you're still gonna like bad opinions are still gonna seep through and like people you didn't want to see are still gonna seep through and you can't let that you just have to let it slide right like it's yeah and people are gonna be upset like with the whole blocking thing people were upset that people were getting that what happened was people were like blocking in mass and then other people like innocents were like friendly fire like innocents were taking casualties as far as getting blocked by people and like whether or not it's fought, like, whether or not it's justified people were getting upset at the fact that they were getting lumped in with bad people right and you kind of have mm-hmm. to you kind of have to understand that if you're going to like do all the if you're going to first of all you can get caught in the friendly fire but also if you're going to like make these big grand sweeping gestures like people will be upset like it's a whole it's it's such a community like online is such a communal space that you're not you can't just say i'm gonna do this and you guys have to like it and you guys have to like it and just deal with it right in general like you can't tweet that way it you just have to know that everything is up for criticism and it's kind of like that's why i say it's a war zone is you just it's not i don't know it's it's not like a it's not like a it's a fun place that can be not really a happy place i don't know if any of that makes sense it does um i mean but even even that's not entirely what i'm you know like for me i've i've never really had any major conflicts online like right people don't really block me like i have nobody blocked um 
I, I, I like you and I, you, know, I you and I like attention like, too much to block anyone, Zach. Right. No, I mean my like online experience is just it's pretty good. You know, I can mm-hmm. post things and people will say nice things back, and I've made right. friends that are now my offline friends too. And I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's all been pretty positive for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but still, you know, just taking a step away from it. Um, it's just a good exercise to do, especially just to mm-hmm. suddenly turn off all of the stimulation to just not constantly have something new coming at you. Sure. You know, every second um, it all of a sudden things get very quiet. You start to notice more about your surroundings and be kind of more present in your day to day life. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to realize, you know, Oh wow. I haven't been calling my parents as much as I used to, or, Oh, you know, I I haven't been Zach. If they would just get having... on Twitter, they you wouldn't need to call them. Exactly. Yeah. No. Um, you know, I haven't been going down. I haven't been you know connecting with my coworkers because I you know I'm getting enough social interaction you know through social media or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is. Turning all that off, um, you know, is good. And I think you kind of you know you can sort of look at it as a form of penance or mortification to you know, turn off the valve of constant stimulation. Right, right, right. Um, from these apps and, you know, kind of feel yourself wanting to, you know, turn Netflix back on or wanting to hear whatever song you want to hear or, you know, wanting to go and have the, you know, barrage of um, interactions and um, attention from, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and mm-hmm. to have all of that stop, um, you know, can be can be good and I think can also help you you know, stay in control to where, you know, you're using these things how you want to on your terms. Um, you know, you're not, it's not compulsive or, you know, you're not addicted to social media or, or anything else. Um, you know, things, you can enjoy things more if you're in control and if you can take it or leave it, um, how enjoy it more. I can't get the answer to that on Wow, that, that, that kind of I like jumped when when she started. Yeah, they're always listening. Anyway, I, I uh, what? How did you did you find that when you logged off for a month or two or whatever it was? That how did it improve like your time in mass or your prayer life? Did it have? Did you see any effects? Um. Yeah. I mean, with mass, like I think staying staying later. And making, you know, a longer Thanksgiving was just sort of easier because there wasn't, you know, oh, I want to, I want to get out of here and look at my phone. And not that Mm -hmm. I'm always consciously thinking that, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you're removing something that would normally be one of, you know, what's one of the first things you do after mass is probably look at your phone. Um, You know, and for prayer life. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the mornings especially, because, you know, again, one of the first things you do in the morning is look at your phone. And so when you remove that, um, it becomes easier to say a prayer. Right. Um, you know, when you're looking at the clock, you're like, wow, what am I going to do with this time? It suddenly it becomes easier to find time for a rosary when you've removed all of your other distractions. Mm-hmm. And just not having the constant barrage of, of stimulation 
um, makes it, you know, your attention span benefits from that. And so prayer becomes, you know, more natural, less arduous, just from the sense of you're not constantly, like, hitting refresh every five seconds, like when you're online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes total sense. It, you, the idea of, I mean, we have all this technology and all this stuff available, but, and it's going to sound lame, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like in, you know, like 150 years ago, they had, they had to like entertain themselves with books. And I don't want to be one of those guys that, you know, talks about how dumb we are now, but like it, the, the focus to sit down and read a book like it, it takes mental focus, right? To the point where you can, it's easily easy to translate that skill and that time into praying or doing something else, right? As opposed to just mindlessly flipping through social media. So it's kind of like these, they're, they're different things that are oriented towards different parts of what captures our attention. So it, right. So we're, the idea of screen time, lessening screen time, you you can replace that with other things. Like it's not, you can it it helps to go fully silent, but it you know the replacing these things with a more rigorous activity of reading is good too. Like you don't have to just shut yourself off completely. Right. From unless you know you maybe don't read on your Kindle, you millennials. I don't know. Is that what the millennials do? I don't know who uses Kindles at this point, like the real Kindles. They're actually pretty mm-hmm. awesome, the real, like the originals. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's basically just about being able to walk away. You know, I mean, throughout Catholic history, you know, people take good things, food, you know, wine, whatever, and then they just set it aside for a time, um, you know, as part of just fasting. And, you know, it's a virtue, fasting is, and. So to be a virtue, it has to be a habit, um, something you do more than, you know, just like twice a year or something. And so, you know, you can improve the virtue of, you know, you can consider it like a retreat or consider it like fasting, but basically just, you know, setting aside all of the good online stuff. I mean, there's bad online stuff that, you know, if if you're not setting that aside always, then you need to work on that immediately. But then there's, you know, the good stuff, the wholesome you know, Twitter interactions with your fellow Catholics and, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, liking pictures of all your friends, babies on Instagram and that kind of stuff. That's, those are good activities and, you know, a lot of good things come from it. It's nothing bad. Um, but you know, setting it aside for a time, um, for a higher good is, you know, just like with, with every other form of, of fasting and penance and almsgiving and whatnot. Um, you know, there's fruit, there's spiritual fruit and, you know, natural fruit to to bear from it yeah and it should all be aimed towards the growth in the spiritual life so if you need to if you need to log off and you need just need if you need to go without telling anyone for the sake of your spiritual life then do it like it's okay and if people like if people are get offended like i mean sorry you're not you can't you can't risk your spiritual life for the to not offend the internet right so right. I mean, I would honestly, if your friends are thinking about doing it, I would be encouraging. You yeah. Know, I, I have a friend that just logged off recently and, you know, they started to kind of apologize or make an excuse. And I was like, hey, like, it's good to take breaks. 
Right. You'll, and you'll be more, it, it'll be better when you come back because you took a break. Sure. And everything, the point is like you, it's all geared, geared towards like our final end towards our death. Right. And it, and you, so anything, anything you need to do, and that includes like blocking people or that includes not, not engaging in conversation or if it, even to a mild form, unless you don't want to drive yourself nuts, but like pushing back on people is fine on the internet. I know I, I know I said to like the people don't matter, but in as much as they don't, like, you know, if you want to push back a little, that's okay. And just to clarify, I, as we've talked about before, women online have it a lot different than men. I want to just clarify that. Like there are some, like they, just the comments and all the stuff that they draw unwillingly is just ridiculous. So I don't want to make light of that, but the point still kind of remains the same of those people. You can report them. And if they're making threats, you can take other steps, but if they're just being lewd and gross, you can just swat them away, right? Block them and get them out of there. The point, like any, anything, if someone in, if it's, if it's working on, if it's taking a negative effect on your spiritual life and you're feeling like being online or doing something is making you a worse Catholic, then that's fine to do away with it. Like it, it's really like, it doesn't in the, in right. the grand scheme of things, there's only one, there's only one motivation, right? Right. But you know, again, even, even if it isn't causing any problems, um, and it's an all around positive experience, it can still be beneficial to sure. Away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I, I'm. I feel you're right. I'm speaking. I'm. I'm speaking more from the confrontational angle, and you're speaking more from just the in general. That's fair. Yeah. I, just I, like, I need to, you know setting the screen down. Yeah. It. It's. Yeah. It's. It's tough, man. I want to. I want to be there. I want to be in there in the trenches with you every day. But sometimes, you know, we can't. We gotta let. We gotta let that pass. Yeah, I get in the bad habit of looking at like my analytics on Twitter mm-hmm. and seeing like my you know how many engagements I'm getting and impressions and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, if I deactivate, you know, I'm gonna miss out on all of that. And then you know, what if what if it doesn't all come back? Like, what if you know, what if I can't? You know, I what if I'm gone for thirty days and by the time I get back, I'm like, you know. What if you're from scratch? Yeah. What if your impressions are down to zero? What if you're not impressing on anybody anymore? Exactly. I mean, you know, that doesn't matter, but it's funny that the ways that I'll be like, you know, it's, I, it's an accomplishment. I've built up, you know, this audience and you know, it's it's lame when you start talking to yourself (laughs) like that. And that's when you know, you need to set it aside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, so there's an interesting book, um, that I read that kind of in, in, I had done this before with logging off, but this kind of um, gave me another more encouragement to do so. It's called Digital Minimalism right? Uh, by Cal Newport. Mm-hmm. Jeremy McClellan read it too. It was kind of funny. We both um, read it and started doing things that we found in the book. Um, you know, one thing it talks about that I'd never thought about was just trying not to have text conversations and like trying to, direct the text conversation to being a phone call right um i i did that i did that with jeremy once when i was early on when i was trying to help him with his podcast we were texting and i just called him and i was like i can't do this i gotta talk so i get it yeah it was funny when i went through my 
<laughs> and one of the things in the books, it was talking about having, uh, like, essentially office hours, like letting your friends know when they can call you yeah, to encourage them to call you. And so it was just funny because when I went through my uh, we all We all love... Earlier this month. Sorry, Zach, just what? interrupt. We all love being treated like a client, like a Zach Mabry client. But anyway, continue. Right. So when I went through my breakup earlier this month, I had texted Jeremy and he's like, man, that's rough. Um, if you'd like to talk about it, I'm available tomorrow from noon to one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, perfect. So I called him, the, you know, at noon the next day and we chatted. But it, yeah. and I knew that was from the book. And I was like, it's funny because anyone who hasn't read that book would surely think that was so strange. To right. Me. Man, that is so rough. Yeah. Let's talk about it from noon to one tomorrow. Can, can I schedule? But, uh, can I schedule? What is your uh, copay situation? Is Jeremy, does insurance cover it or do you have to like pay as you leave? What's the deal? Right. Well, that's where I do like 530. I just tell people, okay, call me at 530. Like if we have, if we need to have a conversation, I'm like, you know, whatever day it is, call me at 530. Cause that's mm -hmm. usually when I'm commuting or, or something. And so in general, 530 central is when people can call me and I'll answer. Um, Unless I'm already on the phone with someone else, <laughs> you should just do. But, you should do group phone calls where everybody, everybody dials in and takes turns listening to you. Yeah, like I'll just post my bridge line mm -hmm. for everyone to call in. Yeah, um, but the book is interesting because it goes in depth into you know everything from like I don't think people realize this, but there wasn't a like button for the first several years of Facebook. And right. Yeah. 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 The way that all these services unfolded, I mean... Would you just comment? That was what you do. Right. Right. And sometimes you would just see things and scroll past it. There wasn't this expectation that, you know, you had to do something to acknowledge everything that your friends posted that you read. And so... Sure. You know, that's, that's the thing is, like, you... There was not an expectation that you had to do anything to signify, hey, I noticed you. Um, but once they figured out that, once they found that feature, it, it became so much more engaging, just being able to be like, like each time you see something, and then on the receiving end, it's like, oh, yeah. Um, I did a good. I did, yeah. And then on Instagram, um, it's a similar thing where they sort of, uh, you know, if you post a picture and you get, you know, a whole bunch of likes, they sort of, uh, they delay showing you them like they show them to you a few at a time and is that uh, is that so that's really like if you that's why they come in bursts usually yeah interesting and, you know, all of them are kind of moving away from this because they're getting in trouble mm -hmm. um why because people are starting to catch on that it's addicting and you're starting to see pressure from lawmakers and regulators and so you know they're having to to figure out, you know, I mean, people have said that they're the next social media is like the next big tobacco um, as far as the way that these products are designed. And you know what? I don't think there was anything sinister. I think that they were just trying to design good products and then, you know, that engaged people and then it, it just became too much and it, you know, it was too successful. Right. Um, and I guess there's something about, I guess, variable feedback of like, if I check Instagram and every single time I check, I have likes or every single time I check, I don't have likes. That will be 
you know, I'll look at it, whatever. But if it's if it's random, like sometimes I have likes, sometimes I don't, sometimes I do, that psychologically is what keeps me checking it, at least is what I guess the experts say. And, and part of the idea behind the way that these apps are designed is to make it random if you're going to get kind of the feedback you're seeking or not. Um, so in Digital Minimalist, uh, the Cal Newport goes through basically kind of all of that and how it all, you know, works and how all of the things have just sort of evolved. I mean, you know, think about Netflix, you know, I think, hopefully I'm not the only one that's ever been sitting on the couch and it's finally like, are you still watching? Mm-hmm. And it's like, cause you haven't had to put any effort into it. It's just got you going, you know? Right, and so you know, joke I always make is that all tasks exist on a spectrum between uh, Netflix and laundry. Because, <laughs> like Netflix, you know, you don't have to do anything; it automatically tees up the next thing. I mean, you could finish a series, and it the algorithm picks another series to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Because, like, one time I fell asleep during the last like episode or two of some show I can't even remember. And I woke up and a different whole show was on. And I was like, what, <laughs> what is this? Oh, amazing. Um, okay, then think laundry. It's like you have to, you know, get your clothes and put them into the washer and then figure out if you're hot or cold or warm. You need to do detergent or you're going to do fabric softener and all these steps. And then, you know, as soon as that's done, you got to move it to the next thing. You know, every step requires thought, effort, you know, something. And... So, yeah, that's where on, on one end you have laundry, the other end you have Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, the two genders, in, yeah. Yeah, the two genders. And so, you know, the idea is there is to try to get tasks that you have to do for work or anything. You want to see if, if there's ways you can push them towards the Netflix side of the spectrum because by doing that you'll be more productive and more effective at work. Um, but also I think the point being like, you know, don't be – recognize that these things make you – lazier less attentive um even if you're enjoying them and using them properly and not having any problems Mm -hmm. they just ultimately that's what they do right um and so that book's interesting and it goes through a whole you know series of recommendations and one of them is basically a 30-day detox like you just have to go um you know cold turkey shut it all off um and it's interesting when you do it because you do feel sort of like you're going through a detox because you're just so used to being able to, again, have whatever you want whenever you want as far as music, movies, TV shows, interactions with friends, looking at pictures, whatever you want to do, it's all right there. And then all of a sudden that's just gone. And what do we do? How do we go on? It's all gone, Zach. I know. I mean, like, I would sit there for a while, and I would just unlock my phone and just, like, flip back and forth on the menu. You know, like, the two home screens, like, just one, because I'd be like, I don't, I, I had, like, disabled everything. I had no social media. I had the browser turned off. I had, you know, my phone was a phone. Yeah. And it was like, I would just look at the screen. Um, you Because it was like, what do I do? You would just call me and only speak in 280 characters at a time. I think I did call you a lot more when I was doing that. Yeah, you were a lot more accessible. I My favorite thing is 
when we're recording the podcast and I look and I've seen you've tweeted while we're recording or some, I know you look and you've seen I've tweeted while we're recording. So we can't even, we can't even take like one hour and just talk to each other. Right. You know, and that's the, that's the funny thing. Um, I'll, every now and then I'll have people be like, I've been trying to get a hold of you. And I know that you're alive because you're tweeting. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but, but like I'm tweeting and watching a movie. Like I'm not, I'm not doing one-on-one interaction right now. Right. (laughs) Um, so, you know, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that like for me, when I, when I get fully offline, I start going on walks more and I, I just start noticing things around me more. Um, and it's it's cool. And then, you know, it's when I get back online, it's not overnight that I'm back to being fully online, which is why I like taking breaks every so often because it always keeps me kind of moderated. Mm. Yeah, man. So, what you know, what I would recommend if anyone wants to try it, just take 30 days, um, you know, delete your news apps, you know, log off social media, that kind of stuff. Keep listening to this podcast, <laughs> you know, sign up for our Patreon. Right. Um, that kind of stuff. But otherwise, you know, just sort of turn off the flow of, of information coming from digital services, whether that's Hulu or Netflix or social media or Spotify or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, yada, you know, yada, yada. Turn it exactly. off. Yeah, yada, yada, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like a, what is it, a, a dark psychic force? Dark psychic force. Yeah. You got to turn off those those dpfs mm-hmm. um. <laughs> yeah no that's yeah. it's all good it it's it's nice to be reminded of that because we whether or not i guess we, we you know we think we always have to be online we always have to be around and especially if you make friends online i'm sure you feel like oh i have to be there to cultivate and these friendships before they leave me right right well, and you know that's kind of an anxiety that you want to you want to try to let go. I mean, you know, yeah, if you've just met someone and you ghost, that could be one thing. But if, if you're really worried that taking thirty days offline will cost you several relationships, you know, that's something to to that you need to deal with. You know, mm-hmm. ho- right. however you need to. Um, you always have friends so, here on the Roman Circus podcast. Yes, we're always your friends. Um, yeah, so, and, and, you know, I mean, I think it's something, like with fasting, it's something you can do really any time of the year, but, you know, one, one way to, that some people I've seen do it is they, they work in logging off into Advent or Lent or Ember Days or, you know, Fridays, um, you know, they, they do kind of weave it into the liturgical calendar and the, the church's spiritual practices, you know, as far as as setting aside the goods of of the earth, they they make their online experience part of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. that's just an idea. Ember days. Yeah, no, that's good. We do we have we just had some of those, so we don't have an, we don't have more of them for a couple months. So keep a lookout. Um, September, yeah. September. Or, well, no, uh, Michaelmas. We have the ones Feast of Saint Michael is the next. The like the ones around then. Okay. Um, yeah, that's good. I uh before we go, 
I didn't ask you before. Did you did you catch up on the Bachelorette? How where are you at on that? I haven't seen it since like the second. Ep- I don't know that I've was it no it was Jeremy was in town mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen it since Jeremy was in town okay that's good I was gonna go we I was gonna go on a huge bachelorette rant if you had seen it but you know you since you're not there maybe we'll do it on Patreon I don't know it just it's uh it was is, funny I'd never seen it I watched a few episodes it's like this is wild the people watching and like just mm-hmm. seeing how desperate and crazy these people are mm-hmm. and then it's like it just didn't quite take so I it wasn't something I was just dying to watch every every week. Yeah, no, that's good. I I would I watch it with my friends, a married couple here, and we would watch it every Tuesday. And I would go over there, and it like we we record it and then watch it the next day. And it was something I would do just to hang out with them. And then by the end, I was just like, this, yeah, it uh, it it might be good to log off the Bachelorette. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, those people are so insane. But, you know, I'll save that rant for another time. If there's any Bachelorette podcast, let me on. We need to talk about I'm it. I'm sure there's a ton. I know. Yep. Um, okay, so log off, et cetera, et cetera. What's the book? Log off for the kingdom. What's the book called? Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. Okay, it's not too hippie, right? It's very... We can talk we can uh recommend it here yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything objectionable um i don't know if he gets into like weird yoga stuff or something he talks about amish people and it's actually really interesting um yeah i i can't because it's either that one or bullet journal that does get into a little bit of not hardcore new agey stuff but like you know yoga and and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but I, I i'm thinking it's pretty straightforward as far as just like hey get offline right okay good that's what that's what we like here we like straightforward stuff we don't need to go about we don't need to go around just like uh being not straightforward Right. Well, no, I mean, it's wild how many, like, self, self-improvement, self self-help, like, productivity, those books will just randomly be like, you know, get a new spouse or, like, yeah. just weird things where it's like, uh, why is this necessary? Are you not, you have to, like, are you not feeling give fulfilled? Dis- give divorce a try. <laughs> right. And you have to give all these disclaimers to people who are like, okay, most of what's in this book is good. Um, read chapter 1, 3, 7, 8. Don't read 10. Avoid 12. Yeah, yeah or like Tim Ferriss has always all these interesting things, but he's also kind of a pervert. So you have to, like, you have to check anything of his before you recommend it because there could just randomly be a chapter that's, like, basically porn. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, it's... Yeah. Um, as far as I know, Cal Newport doesn't have any of that kind of stuff that I can think of. Okay. I'm sure as soon as we post this episode, somebody's going to like come back and it's going to turn out that he's like recommending that you take your time off to like hang out at like a nudist resort or something. Yeah. I don't think that was in there, but you know. I went through I went through Instagram and I was... You went through a nudist phase? Is that what you're... Just kidding. Yeah, I went through that. I went through Instagram and I was like, unfollowing people and i uh-huh. i 
I had to not take it personally because I found a bunch of people that I consider friends had stopped following me on Instagram, Zach. <gasps> it was, uh, you know, I don't know what I did. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why they did it, but, you know, it's one of those things where I just had to not take it personally and then unfollow them back and uh, carry on my way. Yeah, it can be rough. I also, I, mean, I, I think you're allowed to be a little bit bummed. You just have to, like, you know, accept it and move on. Yeah, I uh, I also, I don't block anyone on Twitter. Like I said, I, I crave the Twitter attention, but I went through, like, a massive blocking phase on Instagram. Just block block city left and right on Instagram. I was Instagram ti- is probably the worst as far as, like, people's mental health. Yeah, I was tired of, I was tired of, searching like anytime I wanted to search for someone I knew going to the explore page is just bombarded with like scandalous stuff and just pictures I didn't want to see right so I and it just it just like tries to draw you in and I so I just was like I just one night just went through and was just anything I could find that was remotely bad I just was just blocking just Every, everyone er, no there were no I took no prisoners in the great Instagram blocking of 2019 and now my yeah. now the now the explore page is just basically basketball highlights and random catholic twitter people stuff so I think I did it that's probably good yeah i mean instagram like i've had times where there's people i know who like kind of like you're talking about you think of them as friends and you know, I'll be looking at Instagram and stories and stuff, and it's like, oh, they got together and didn't invite me. Mm-hmm. And usually it's no big deal, but, you know, sometimes that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I tend to do the mute feature a lot, if that's the thing. Because I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, this such and such person we used to hang out, we don't anymore, maybe we don't have anything in common, you know, no hard feelings, but, like, I don't necessarily want to watch them live their lives right right, you know but i want to unfollow them because maybe that's rude so you can just mute the story Mm -hmm. or the their post yeah i've I've muted people too yeah and then that way you know if you do want to figure out what you know if you want to like oh i wonder what someone says up to you you can still you know i yeah i think visually the visual medium of instagram is a lot more dangerous in my opinion than the word medium of twitter now you can put pictures on twitter obviously but like you're just, we just. There's can, not really a FOMO aspect with Twitter. Oh, what you say? FOMO, like fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying in general, the fear of missing out or the like scandalous stuff, like it. Yeah. There's just it's the easiest way to potentially have any roadblocks. So yeah. That's how you yep. know. That's how it is. Sometimes it'd be like that. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Shall we have a saint of the week? Let's, let's, shall. Do you want to, I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want a saint that we all know, or do you want two saints that got removed from the general Roman calendar, or a little of both? How about the two saints that got removed from the general Roman calendar? (laughs) Okay, this is going to be great. Saints Abdon and Senon. Variously okay. written in early calendars and martyrologies, also known as Abdo or Abdus or Senus or Senis or Zenon, 
are recognized by the Roman Catholic Church as Christian martyrs with a feast day on July 30th. In some days, some places they've been honored on March 20th and the first Sunday in May. Nothing is known historically about these saints except their names, that they were martyrs, and that they were buried on July 30th of some year in the cemetery of Pontianus, 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 on the Via Portuensis. I don't know. This is great. Via Portuensis. Where is that? Where is this? This is. It's an was an ancient Roman road. Because of this lack of knowledge about them, they are no longer listed in the general Roman calendar to be commemorated liturgically worldwide but they may still be celebrated everywhere on their feast day unless in some locality an actual celebration is assigned to that day. Not actual. Obligatory. Mm -hmm. The rank of their celebration was given as simple in the Tridentine calendar and remained such until the classification was changed to that of commemoration in the general Roman calendar of 1960. Um, They are the Patrons of children invoked for good harvest, burying the dead. Coopers, which is not Bradley Cooper. A cooper is a person trained to make wooden barrels, vats, buckets, tubes, and other containers from timber. Uh, And they're also uh, the, yeah, yeah. There have a few churches, one in Germany. And then a few hermitages in Spain. And they, uh, that's, uh, that's about it. What else can I give you? Incredible. I know. They approximately died in the year 250 AD, and most of the stuff written about them was written prior to the 9th century. So this is wait, wait, wait. They approximately died in 250, or they died in approximately 250? That's like very different things. Oh, uh, no, they definitely died, and it was approximately okay. in the year 250. Okay, 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 nice, 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 nice. A fresco found on the sarcophagus, which a fresco is like a painting or like a... It's when you paint it directly on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... And a so, sarcophagus, do you know it, what that is? The sarcophagus is like the... It's where you put a the, dead body. Yeah, yeah. It's like their early casket, right? Uh, it's... So the fresco found on the sarcophagus supposedly containing their remains represents them receiving crowns from Christ. So there's that. So yeah, I I hope this was very educational on Saints Abdon and Senan. And Abdon and Senan. I hope they're up there praying for all of you. And that's that's it. Any other words before we get out of here, Zach? refrigerator it's a good word i'm glad you brought that up not many not many people are saying that word these days they just say fridge true Mm -hmm. but uh okay well you know thanks for listening uh all remember remember the rule zach said earlier log off of all social media but keep listening to this podcast yes oh can i can i uh can i say a haiku before we turn off absolutely okay haikus can be weird and sometimes they don't make sense 
refrigerator. All right, gang, we'll talk to you next week.